This, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen. Thanks for joining us today for TED Speaks with your host, Ted Carew, the Positive Safety Coach. As co-host and Ted's wife, I have the added task of keeping Ted in line and laughing at his jokes, which isn't always easy. My name is Barb Carew. We are coming to you from Milwaukee, Wisconsin, home of the Brewers, Miller Beer, and the Fonz. How could it get any better than that? Our podcast focuses on sharing ideas with business owners and safety professionals to keep employees safe and families together. Our passion for keeping people safe is the reason Total Health and Safety Solutions was created. This is how Ted is able to share his 25 years of safety experience by supporting companies around the globe in their efforts to strengthen their health and safety process. Please join us in welcoming Dan Goosen. Dan's professional background consists of roles as supervisor, safety professional, and safety consultant. He believes in creating opportunities, facilitating projects, and following through expectations to win. Over the 36 years of experience in printing and supervisory management, Dan has found accomplishments come when all within the organization strive for the same goals, thus motivating individuals to become unparalleled in their positions. To lead by example, Dan shows leadership through honesty, commitment, goal setting, and a true appreciation for the people he interacts with daily. To achieve success, Dan works to build relationships with accountability, respect, and communication, which will ultimately achieve results. Hey, Dan, how are you doing today? Oh, very, very, very excellent. Very good. Good. We're excited to have you on the show and talk about different safety philosophies and things like this. Can you kind of tell our audience a little bit about your background, about yourself? Well, I started back in the old days. When I say back in the old days, I'm talking 1980, came out of high school, and uh, instead of going to college, I went into a printing position in Sheboygan, Wisconsin, worked there for 21 years, worked my way up through the ranks, supervisory management for about 14 years at that company, and then I went into coordinating as a graphic coordinator, did some safety with supervisory management at that point, not a lot, and then I went to couple other companies I jumped around short term. And then I went to a company up in Chippewa Falls. And that's where I stayed for like 14 years. In that realm, I was a supervisor, lead person, and an actual operator on a machine. And then I went on to about four or five years with a consulting firm. And then I'm now with American Excelsior Company in Rice Lake. And you were doing some safety consulting, right? On that last one? Correct. Yes, I was going 
on audits for construction, working with the clients to improve their safety culture, and also the compliance part of things. What made you make the change? We started off in printing business and doing different things. And then what made you go to safety? Well, I think a lot of it's got to do with, I found a mission in my life that I felt was important to me. And that was what I call a passion for people. And I love working with people and teams and looking at improvement, not only in like the manufacturing process, but also just improving safety and quality and just the overall process improvement. And I know, Dan, that we communicated a little bit back and forth via email. And when you talk about your passion for people, you also refer to what you call the safety Bible, which it looks like was broken down into kind of like two parts, the law and the gospel. Can you explain a little bit about that? Because I read through that and it was very, very interesting. I liked the way you presented that. Yeah, I'm a pretty spiritual guy. But I think when you look at safety kind of look at the same way. We have the law that we have to follow. There's compliance. We have inspection through OSHA. We also have, you know, that's a government agency. They're overseeing us. And they give us direction as far as what we need to do. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's not really clear. I mean, you can (laughs) read it. And the next person can say, hey, I interpret it this way. You know, you can go back and forth. And I've seen already where inspectors do the same thing. So it all depends on who's reading it. It's clear as mud, right? Clear as mud. It's clear as mud. It's absolutely clear as mud. Some things are very, very simplistic and you can understand it. I call it word salad. I've heard that already before. Yeah. But it's like word salad. I mean, you look at it and you say, okay, what did he mean by this? And I don't know if I'm the only one that feels that way, but at this point in my career, I do see this quite often that people do interpret it differently. So that's the law, which we all have to follow, right? Right. Then we have the gospel, which I, I'm more of a people person. So when I look at it, this is kind of a challenging part, but also a fun part for me. I take an approach that I go out on the floor a lot. And I, you know, I'm thinking 80, 85%, but I know a lot of people say, well, you know, where do you get the time to do that? Well, I try to make as much time as I possibly can to be on the floor to connect with people I'm working with. Big important part of safety, I think, is to have a presence on the floor. And now they're calling me Dan the Safety Man. (laughs) I like it. I'm okay with that as long as they don't start throwing things at me. But (laughs) at this point, they're working with me. We're striving to be a, a safer company. And that approach is that we have to have everybody on board, including management. That's how I look at it. So, Dan, you were talking about the law versus the gospel, and I kind of want to get back to that a little bit. When you talk about the gospel and kind of getting to know the people, form those relationships and such, I know in some of your communication, you talked about how some safety professionals take the hands-off approach instead of really investing and getting to know the people. So you were kind of going to elaborate on why is taking the time to build those relationships so important in safety? Why do you think? Well, I think... With any kind of relationship you have, it's about communication, right? So if you have communication, naturally, you're going to kind of get the feedback from the people on the floor. If you're sitting in your office, and I've heard this before in the past, I've heard, oh, yeah, this guy I've never seen on the floor as long as he was here. Or what I heard when I was in the consulting business, you know, where you hear, oh, yeah, you know, this guy, i never seen him ever on the floor. Well, I get it. I mean, there's quite a bit of paperwork involved in this business. 
as far as safety goes. But I mean, there's a lot you can do. And I always strive to do more when it comes to going out on the floor and actually doing the relationship building part of things. Yeah. And I think, Ted, you probably have input there. I know that's a big part of your philosophy is you have to be present, boots on the ground, and you have to get to know and show that you care and build those relationships. Because if you come in and just start giving orders, people aren't too receptive to it. Is that true? Absolutely. I mean, I think when you're trying to build a culture, which is what we're all trying to do, right? You have to be able to get to know the people individually. You got to know a little bit about their lives too. Right. Because they want to be a part of the process, but they want to know what it's in it for them too. So you have to work with them, understand them really before you can get going. And then once you get everybody on the same boat, I should say, in the same area, your process is going to take off much more quicker. Is that kind of what you're finding, Dan? Yeah. In my past experience, when you come on board with a company, and you work with them, it takes some time to cultivate that culture. You just don't come in, wave a wand over the facility and say, oh, no, you're all going to be safe and you're going to all buy into this. We have people that will be gung-ho to do it, and then you have the the others that will be in between, and then you got the people that are going to just fuck the system as much as they possibly can. Yep, but a lot of those people really have seen other people start it maybe and then never finish it. Right. And so that's where some of their cynicism comes from. And so we have to respect that and get their buy-in. Right. Exactly. There's a lot of things you can do to help that along. And basically taking on the approach of having like hazard hunts or some kind of interconnection with the people and the associates or teammates to get their buy-in. And then you could say, hey, you know, this is what we found. Uh, another approach I have is the supervisors, I do gamble walks where we, we walk around and we look for potential hazards or people that are not safe. So we have that buy-in from the supervisor's approach too, that they're on board with it. So those are a few things I do. You know, you talk about compliance and how a lot of times we interpret it a little bit different, right? We talked about that kind of earlier. How are you looking at making things more simple or the way I really like to put it is the KISS method? for our employees to really kind of understand versus a lot of these great ideas us safety professionals come up with, but how do we actually implement those onto the floor? Well, when I look at something, I try to make it as simple as possible when it comes to coaching and mentoring that person to understand it. Because if I come out there and say, you can't put your hands here, let's put it that way. You can't put your hands there. Well, why can't I put my hands there? There's a certain distance you have to be from that guard. But I've done it like this a lot of times, Dan. I've done it like this for a hundred times, all the time. Yeah, and I get that all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I think all of us in safety do, right? Absolutely. And the thing is, it's having that discussion and saying, you know what? I'm really interested in what you have to say. I want to hear your thoughts on this. But in the end, we want to make sure that this guard is saving you from losing a limb or losing a finger or whatever it is. And the approach, it might take a while. There are some people that will fight to tooth and nail. But it's that, again, spending the time, discussing it with them, and having that approach is the way I see it really working out good. I mean, I see it uh, all the time. And it's very simplistic. I mean, it's not, this isn't rocket science here. No, it's not. I mean, safety is not, I mean, there's some things you have to have things in place as far as compliance goes, but when it comes to people, it's the relationships and building that relationship that they trust you and respect you. When you say something and they'll go, oh yeah, you know what? 
Dan's telling me this and we're going to try to work with this. And if not, come up with a better idea. That's what it's all about. Uh, team building. And if it's something that's going to make the process safer, I'm all for it. But again, we have to look at the compliance portion of things also. Right. I mean, that's all very important, but getting that buy-in, having people trust you. But at first, what do they do? They're going to test us, right? They're going to test us as safety professionals. Are we sincere on what we're doing? And then once you do, you're going to start getting those people that have been against the whole program. They're going to be your biggest advocate. That's what I have found in my career is that after a while, they're going to test you at first just to see if you're actually going to follow through with the stuff that you say you're going to. And then once you can show that, prove that, now you're going to have buy-in and that's where your culture starts going. But you're right. It's a process and it takes several years. It's nothing that's going to happen overnight, unfortunately. No. And the thing is, you said it absolutely perfect. It's all about, to me, you can put all the documentation you want together. You have policies and procedures in place. But ultimately, it comes down to is we all have to act upon it. And if we're not following it, well, what good is it? It's just a piece of paper, right? So that's why knowing what your policies are and actually training to them and making sure that employees or teammates understand it, I think is critical. And that comes down to train the trainer, training people to train others and getting a good, solid program together. Right. That all makes sense. And I bring it back to, I agree when you talk about the compliance and policies and procedures, like you need those in place and they're important, but keeping it simple to a point, I can see from someone who doesn't have the safety background like you two gentlemen do, when I read through things for our business or proof and such, if it's confusing and doesn't make sense, it's going to be people like me on the floor that are using this. And sometimes we'll talk about that. And I think you and Ted share that philosophy of keep it simple. Like it has to be useful. Right, right. But if you have 50 things to look at to get to what you really need to, in a pinch, it's not going to serve a purpose for anyone. And I think keeping it simple and kind of looking at the basics is really a good point. That's where you have to kind of start. Right. Yeah. In the background, you have the compliance part of things that we as safety professionals have to understand. If we don't have the answers, and I'm like I said, you can read the Bible, I don't know how many times and can interpret it differently. I think it comes down to the same thing. If you read the laws, everybody reads the laws differently. And it comes down to, in the end, let's talk about this, get somebody else involved that you know that has compliance background and see what they think about it so you get some other feedback. Right. I don't have all the answers. I really don't. And I never play it like I would. When I don't know something, I don't know something. I'll look it up or I'll go out and search for that or I'll go to people I, people I know that are in the business and maybe have more background in that part of it. If it was like fall protection or silica dust or something where I, it's kind of out of my realm, I'd call, ask. Right. And I think out of our conversation here, one thing that I know I took away is both you and Ted have this philosophy of really building those relationships and getting to know people. And if we think about it, sometimes safety is looked at negatively. So maybe their experience in the past hasn't been positive. So if you come to them and it's a positive approach, it's more uplifting, they're going to, wouldn't you say, obviously, like we've said, be more excited to be involved, answer questions, be a part instead of being a little bit on the defense. I think that's a big thing to take away from this conversation. Absolutely. I think it's all about getting people involved, part of the process, because everybody wants to be part of the process. And if you can show that you're sincere on it, you're going to have huge success. But it takes a while, like we were talking about before. I've had times where when you have people that are willing to get involved, it's usually they come to you and say, hey, you know what? 
I got this thing. It's, I think it's a safety hazard. And I'm like, well, let's take a look at it. It might be something as simple as ergonomically, you have a mat you have to put down, or it's something to do with forklift. There's some hazard with the forklift. It's not working right or something. But all of a sudden you start seeing that you got more people bringing things to you instead of having to search it out. And that's what I see a lot. And you have a lot of eyes on you watching to see how you respond to that, right? I mean, that's another part of that. Yeah. A lot of times I think we overlook in the world of safety, but yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for your time today. But as you probably already know, this is the time where we get to have a little fun with you and ask you a couple of our fun jokes. Because as you know, I'm the positive safety coach and I want to keep things positive and light. And so that's why we add these jokes on there. So the question is, are you ready for Barbara and I's jokes? <laughs> no one's ever ready. <laughs> well, I'll be real honest with you. I'm not really good at answering <laughs> jokes. Just so you know. Yeah. That's okay, because Barbara asked me on the way up here some of these jokes. I didn't necessarily have the answers myself, so... No, we've (laughs) only had about two or three guests actually get a couple of the jokes. Otherwise, they're... Well, you'll see. They're unique. That's what (laughs) I like to say. Am I supposed to laugh then, too? Yes, that's Mm -hmm. a requirement. Yes, Whether they're funny or not, give a little chuckle and we'll be happy. All right. Well, okay. Okay. What do you call a belt made of watches? What do you call a belt made of watches? I have absolutely no idea. A waste of time. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of oohs okay. too. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. What happens when a strawberry gets run over crossing the street? Told you I'm not going to be good at this. That's okay. You don't have to give it too much thought. Yeah. Do you want All the right. answer? Yeah, please. It turns into a traffic jam. <laughs> okay, <Ta-da>. la- <laughs> last one, and then we'll we'll end this painful Put process. Put this torture away for you. <laughs> okay. It's not, I've been in more painful process. Well, I hope so. <laughs> okay, Dan, did you hear about the rumor going around about the butter? No, I have not heard anything about the butter. Uh, never mind, I shouldn't spread it. <laughs> Ding! Uh, uh, I love it. Yeah. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for being on the show today and having a little fun with us. How can people that have listened to this podcast get a hold of you? Call me, email me, cgoosen776 at gmail.com. Sounds good. And I'm sure you're on LinkedIn too, right? They could look you up that way. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm there. Well, I love your mission in life, a passion for people. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, just take a look. I got some quotes out there. I always put quotes out every day. Basically, it's for everybody. Perfect. So I know everybody's kind of struggling with some of these times we're in, but... Very true. That's why I put it out there. Yeah. Well, that's great. Enjoy them. Sounds good. Well, thank you very much, Dan, for the uplifting, and you have a super safe day. Thank you for listening to TED Speaks with Ted Carew, owner of Total Health and Safety Solutions, providing health and safety support to businesses by customizing a safety process to fit their needs, big or small. Please connect at ted.carew at healthandsafetynow.com or visit our website, healthandsafetynow.com to share your safety stories or find out more about how we can work together to ensure your people go home safely and turn an expense into a profit center. Follow us and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. Have a super safe week.